Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We are two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes, mostly, trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which is riddled with who did it. And hopefully, you know, it won't happen to me. And could this happen to me? And this is a goddamn mm-hmm. crazy situation. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. We'll see. Because uh, we are recapping for you American mm-hmm. Nightmare. Honey, this is part one, The Boyfriend. And it's on mm-hmm. Netflix. A three-part, so far, uh, mm-hmm. true crime docuseries that is following the mysterious case of Denise Huskins, mm-hmm. who unfortunately her and her at that boyfriend, Aiden Quinn, were involved in a crazy story and people did or did not believe it is what mm-hmm. it feels like from this moment. Um, but my goodness, let me tell you this. This American nightmare is going to be given to you by two American dreams, honey. We're yes. your dream, sweeties. Yeah. Boy, we'll make you happy. Yeah, 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 with your yeah. dreams, sweeties. Boy, we'll always investigate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that's a little pretty at the end. But um, mm-hmm. it opens, honey, like idealistic, you know, mm-hmm. like in a situation that I will probably never have, but we'll talk about it right now. Um, is that it's just a love lovers on a beach, honey, two lovers beaching, honey, just like little sand crabs just like floating around jumping on each other just like girl jumps on guy guy jumps on girl i don't know it was like running out to the beach you know just like little mm-hmm. dolphins swim back swim back just like in mm-hmm. love just yeah. as if the sand's not going in all the cracks yeah yeah there's there's sweaters there's ray-bans there's waves there's yeah. a guy giggling behind a camera there's a girl frolicking in the waves having a good time and we know that there is shenanigans afoot. Mm-hmm. And they're a young couple. They're in love. That is what that scene means. Mm-hmm. And First he's, First he's like, yeah. babe. And she's like, hi. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's California. And then we hear a phone ringing. And Ooh. we hear voiceover. Emergency. And we hear like a, a very California guy, like, um, yeah, my girlfriend got kidnapped last night. And then the guy's like, the, the emergency well, person is like, right. oh, okay. Like, uh, so what wh- did you, so Do it? You're, just, you're just, yeah, did you, are you telling us now? Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, yeah, no, I, they gave us, they gave me like sedative. I think it was NyQuil and like Dexatrim. Not dexatrim, but something yeah. with starting with a D. It's neutral system. It was like a neutral system um, like, codeine cocktail, you know, yeah, like, like, like something. What? And the yeah, the emergency person is like, what? And he's like, yeah, I think it was that. And like so specific to where me as an audience member was like, how did you know it was like NyQuil and dexatrim? Yeah. And and the person was like, so you're just telling us now? And he's like, yeah, I was tied up. So it's immediately unbelievable. Yes, me and the emergency services person is like, you did it. Yes. Yes. You did it because it's been hours and you're telling me 
that you were given NyQuil and some medication starting with a D <laughs> somehow and this person was kidnapped and you're just telling us now and it, it happened is, last night. Yes. It is March 23rd of 2015. Um, and it's 1.53 PM when Aaron Quinn calls, who is the boyfriend, not to be confused with Aiden Quinn of practical magic and blue eyed fame. Yes. Okay. Not that person, but in not fact, Aaron Quinn, mm-hmm. um, who again is calling. So at 1.53, this emergency room i'm sorry emergency operator is just a whole ass confused of like this again this person was kidnapped last night you were you know tied up and or just like sedated up until just now and again Mm -hmm. he does sound sedated like i want to be sedated he does sound Mm -hmm. it in or some kind of way that is also disconnected from any Mm -hmm. sort of emotion about this like you basically rather calm yeah yeah too calm you know mm-hmm. if you know you want to be like well if this was me you know like i'd be a crazy balloon you know mm-hmm. like and undoubtedly i would like i don't even know what to tell you if like suddenly if like one night we were hanging out me and you wahama and then like mm-hmm. you were taken and someone gave me a mix of blobbity bloops and you know siggity bops mm-hmm. siggity bops and and then I had a call like 12 hours later. Mm-hmm. No, even, yeah, 12 hours later, the emergency room, emergency, I'm sorry, I keep saying emergency room, emergency operator, I would just be like, what? I'd be like, excuse me, ma'am. I'd be like, what? this is like, I know my microphone's just like not doing anything. But like, basically, it would be just uh, Mariah Carey on speed, high notes of screaming in such a way that no one could and would be able to understand, not nary a word. And then when they brought me down again, brought when they brought me down, which would be like more sedatives and then like 10,000 gravity blankets for me to slow my mind down for me to articulate what had happened. But yes. he just, you know, he just seems real cool and collected. So basically he, they, you know, they come. They, 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 he, he gets, he goes to the police people, you know, they uh-huh. get, they do a little, what they call an interview the and early people. on the, you know, the popo and mm-hmm. early on, he says that his whole thing was that he was just going to tell them every goddamn thing, every little horny detail, because it'd be better for him if he just explained everything that had happened so that mm-hmm. they can digest it, the truth th- seekers, and they would seek the truth. And I also yes. mildly understand this because I give too much information all the time as well because I think it will do them a service to know everything. But no, yes. it does not and shoots me in the mm-hmm. foot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're agreeing also, with me. What? Yeah, let me, let me also say that this is a white yeah. male who believes that the police is there yes, to yes, help yes, yes. him. And as a black woman, I know that the police is not there to help me as a black. And so I immediately understand that the police is there to find a mm. criminal. And as a black, <laughs> I most likely will be the criminal. And as a male, of a and uh, in 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 a relationship with a female that if there was a crime committed to a female that most likely I am the person who did the thing and so for him to be so calm because we have camera footage of the police on their chest that we have the we have the police's footage right and so he's so calm 
So the police come out to him because emergency services is like, we'll send the police out. And mm-hmm, the police mm-hmm. come. They have guns out, which mm-hmm. I found very interesting because I was like, if someone called you and said that their partner was uh, kidnapped and that the kidnappers had taken that person, why would you show up at this person's home, guns out? Guns this blazing. is really crazy. Blazing, ready to go. So they guns are already blazing. at this man's house, ready mm-hmm. to find him guilty and also ready to shoot him. <laughs> Because they come to this man's house with their guns out. And for some reason, this man is not uh, at the door to let them in. So we have footage of them like clear, clear, clear. And then they see him and they have, um, they're like, hey, and they pull him out. And he's still really calm. Hands in pockets in the kitchen talking about what happened. They tied Mm -hmm. him with zip ties. They put um, some sort of felt tip, like the tip of my microphone, Um, some some 1980s headphones on his ear. He's listening Mm -hmm. to wind chimes. He's real calm. Mm -hmm. In uh, the recording that's on his ears, it tells him what exactly they're giving him and what exactly they're going to do. They realize that the person that they're kidnapping is not his ex-girlfriend. It's his current girlfriend. So they're looking for Andrea, his ex-girlfriend. His current girlfriend is this girl who, her name escapes me. What's her current name? Denise. Denise. And so they're like, this is not Andrea? And they're like, no, this is Denise. And they're like, well, fuck it. We're here. So we might as well take her. So they take her. What? That I mean, what? It's like that part mm-hmm. is like there's a lot of craziness about this, and unfortunately, that little bit of detail about the ex girlfriend is gonna open up another can of worms that's gonna seal this motherfucker's fate. Like before yeah. he, you know, yeah, go on. Yeah. So we have that uh, bit of bit of information that he provides <laughs> bit the police. Bit. So bit a bit, bit a bit. Um, so he's telling them that uh, in the kitchen, hands in pockets, and then they take him outside. He's sitting on um, his front stoop. A cat comes by. The cat is meowing. He pets the cat. And they're asking him more questions, and he's giving as much information as possible. As so much detail give. in that one moment that you that you were like. <laughs> giving him as much information. That was her American nightmare. That's why. <laughs> That's why you remembered it. <laughs> That's why his cat came by and I was like, a cat. I know. And then he was like, yeah. And you were like, ah. <laughs> he but then that sometimes cat. you want a cat. Like, so how, I know. Gonna... I, go, okay. I go back and forth. I go back and yeah. forth because okay. a cat is a pet that you can have that you don't have to take out to walk. But a cat is also a demon and they guard the gates of hell in some religious lore. Um, you should get but a they bunny. also you're a bunny scratch girl. you. I know bunny. I want to. I feel like you're, I could get a bunny. a bunny, but they shit everywhere, and then you have to keep them in a cage, and like then they eat a lot. Like I don't want a bunny either. But then some people have such a good experience with cats, and then some people get scratched by their cats. Some people's cats jump on them in the middle of the night and scare the oh, shit out of them. One. Yeah, no, that's and you I can't and do, I just I think a bunny can't for do you. that because I literally would murderation the cat. If I think they were you to could jump train bunnies to go to like you know the gunnies the bunnies just go to their cage with a little like pee pad and they go there and like you know do their thing like I think you're a bunny person like I've never you know right. like I think you'd be great with the bunny. I think I can't have an animal. I think I just can't have an. I mean I love dogs. I love them, but then you have to walk them. You have to walk them so they can poo poo and pee pee, and I can't do that either. You're right. So basically, so, um, I want to tell you that one of the first characters that we meet, Matt Must- Matt Mustard, which sounds like Colonel Mustard, which sounds like in the, yeah, in yeah. in the library with the candlestick. 
Yes, yes. I, I can't. Mean, that that person, Matt Mustard, has lived an uh -huh. entire life of clue jokes. Yo, yeah. In the library yeah. with the candlestick, in the yeah. kitchen with the knife, in the parlor with the gun. There's this man has never lived lived a life normal without mm. someone telling him that he has committed a murder, which is why he's become a police officer. And and this is no way. This is what's yeah. Yeah, he, he, he had, had no other recourse in life. What's he gonna do? Well, a, a yeah. colonel. Yeah, he if he's not a police officer or a colonel, what else is he gonna do without someone? He can't be sitting at his desk typing away, being HR or being in finance without being someone peering over the cubicle, being like, "Hey, Matt, did you do it <laughs> in the veranda?" And he's like, honey, I did it with Miss Scarlet. I did it over yeah. and over again with Miss Scarlet. Miss I, you know, I love me some Miss Scarlet. Someone's like, hey, Matt, oh. did you do it in the in the veranda with the ice pick? He's like, honey, she did it with me with the ice pick. Boop! You know? Yeah. So. Uh, little pegging joke. But anyway, let's move on. So um, that's, you know, oh, but he, that he's living his be best life, honey. Just living like, you know, best life. and by living his best life, he's really, uh, he's really making a judgment or it feels like he's telling us how things went down. And it's looking like it's a biased situation. But at the same time, at this point, we, the audience, think that he did it. We think that mm -hmm. he did it at, in episode mm -hmm. one. Now, I'm not saying I haven't watched all, all yet. I'm only in episode two, but I'm, I know that there's going to be twistsies and turnsies. But it very much feels like, oh, he is too cool for school. You know, he's cool as a cucumber, and mm -hmm. this is what's happening. He, he killed mm -hmm. him. <laughs> but mm -hmm. then what happens is that, yeah, so he, so he keeps telling the exact same story over and over again. And each time he says it, it is identical and has been for years but also fanciful full of details and full of he's just like i was a, and I was by years like, chris means hours because he's just in the he's in the interrogation room in the police office so he's been telling it for hours they've kept him in the police office interrogation room for hours go ahead yes but also truly also even when he's telling us in the netflix special he told he started telling us in, in the confessional and then they cut back to him at that moment giving mm -hmm. the exact same details you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. are he's he's asleep there is a white light or you know he's awoken with a light you know it's like in his eyes they shine at him they say him by name they're like aaron quinn not aiden quinn but aaron quinn aaron quinn get over turn around lie down you know they're like mm -hmm. so that's already so then he turns around lies down he gets the fucking things on him they they you know he gets the, the wind, wind chime it's all the sedatives all of that and then we also get to learn more information take the information or take little druzy drews look at her honey she's like a little sleepy mouse in a cartoon i love it so much drunk mouse um we find out that this denise god bless is a beautiful um physical therapist, physical therapist. Thank you so much. Physical therapist. And in fact, that's how she met one Aaron Quinn. And guess what? That Andrea that we talked about, like we, we, we mentioned, you know, when they were like, oh, we're here for Andrea and Andrea wasn't there. So they just, Denise was like pushed out and mm -hmm. they were like, we'll mm -hmm. take that white woman. As mm -hmm. long as you fucked an Aaron Quinn, we'll take you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So basically, so basically Aaron, Denise and Andrea and Andrea all work in the same wing of a physical therapy unit of, of a hospital okay mm -hmm. in fact andrea of course dated one aaron quinn and then we get yes. to see andrea be questioned and it's great wahana yes so andrea 
mm-hmm. is still friends with Aaron. They still chat. In fact, mm-hmm. fact, Denise has found out that Aaron and Andrea are still kind of chatting. Um, and she's annoyed by this. And Andrea is like, we all would be. Yeah. Andrea is like, listen, uh, Aaron is still kind of obsessed with me. Um, I cheated on him, which is my bad. Um, but he, his personality is kind of just not really there. Uh, he's, he's kind of monotone. And, uh, so I wanted a guy with a little bit of adventure, but, uh, Denise ignores me. She acts like, uh, I didn't have a relationship with her man and i say hi to her but she doesn't say hi back to me which is really awkward and odd but whatever um but he still talks to me we were engaged in fact so that's weird that she acts like she didn't know that uh but she recently has told him that he has to stop talking to me um and aaron says yeah it was bad of me to continue talking to andrea but like i still kind of harbor feelings for her i don't want to get back with her but it's just kind of mess up the way the whole thing happened um and so denise found out so fucked up that's like that is just like that is a fucked up thing you know like because it does make you seem like yeah yeah. i mean i guess but like he's with her but that's some sinjin soulmate thing you know like you can't tell someone that you, you like I still am harboring feelings for my ex when you're with them. It just does not, it's too much truth. Like, or you got to figure it out. Like, it's just one of those things where how does the other person come back from that? I think it's too much of an ask, but I just fucking love Andrea. Who's just like literally asked point blank. And I can't remember if it's Andrea or Andrea and I, whatever God bless. She's literally asked point blank by, I don't know if it's Matt Mustard. I want to think it is like, does he harbor feelings for you? And she's like, I do think that if I, gave him a gander in the room that he was in if i looked in what room that he was in and he knew if he could smell it he'd be back like he'd be back in my arms if i tooted he would boot it he would fruit it i don't Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. yeah no you're right he she would he would he would boot it with like a stuart weitzman Mm -hmm. like a fancy boot yeah, and we talk about it. We have a situation where the, even his, like her, like Denise's parents co- entered the chat at some point and they talk about not really knowing Aaron and like when they find out the situation, they're a little bit like, well, what's going on? And then her brother enters the chat and their brother's like, well, we don't really know this guy, so we want to know what's up with him and what's going on. And we hear a little drama with the ex fiance and then we can tell though that denise comes from a family of parents who are no longer together because Mm. the father he's in his easy boy in a different place than the mother who's at that dining room table in another scenario so it's it's just really interesting the whole situation yeah and then aaron pretty much is like look and it's not just the fact that you know uh i got you know i was awoken and my girlfriend was taken from me and it looks like i fucking did it and all those crazy things happened but like and also just so you know the reason why it took me so long to even call you is because after i was drugged and woken up i saw that they had put 
cameras. And I was so afraid that if I had moved from this red triangle or rectangle around me that they would come and kill me. But then suddenly they call me and tell me that I need to give them $15,000. I then tell them I need more time to do it. Then I like text them back and they don't text me. And then I freak out. That's when I call you. So yeah. like that is he the only has, of he only has 3,500. That's the only <laughs> amount Chase will give him. Which then is like, okay, so basically if you were, I mean, like, if this is like, okay, if Andrea was supposed to be the one there, like, was it always a ransom thing? And that's why they were like, we don't care if it's Andrea or this girl, as long as we're coming to you. And why is he, is he rich? Like, I want to be like, well, we'll see what happens. Wouldn't it be great if he was rich? And this was like all about knowing that he was like secretly wealthy. But basically, um, you know, it becomes this thing where it's like also ransom and like the, that's. A, a layer that is just too hard to swallow, you know, like mm -hmm, it's, a, mm -hmm. it's a too hard to swallow layer. Mm -hmm. um, also too at this time, swallow. the police give him a polygraph test. And then no, the FBI girl, the FBI, not the Popo, okay. not the, the well, FBI. You know, them, thank you, babe. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. right. The FBI give him a polygraph. Now they've, now it's a federal crime. Now mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. know why, because to me, mm -hmm. the federal's, is when it's state to state. So I'm not understanding what, what happened. Mm -hmm. So the, feder <laughs> the federati, the feds come in. And mm -hmm. then, uh, so, okay, before we go to the feds, Matt Mustard is like, I think you did it. And Matt <laughs> Mustard is like, I think you did it. It's time for me to pack up. I gotta go. Yeah, okay? I'm done. And then we have, now they've decided that he did it and they're trying to like call his bluff now. And he's like in the corner, they give him some old school chain gang clothing. I mean, it's striped and everything. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I don't know. He had his own clothes. He had a hoodie and some jeans on. I wonder if they had to like warfare. test it. Yeah. I wonder if they had to like, uh, yeah, I wonder, this was all fucked up, but Did I wonder if they took himself? his clothes for. Did he boo-boo himself? Why I would they give him new clothes? Uh, Yes. It had to have, so, they probably thought that his, like, they're probably like, this, there's fingerprints all over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. So then the FBI comes in and they give him some, uh, they put it on and then they're like, okay, take everything off, sit down. And they're like, Aaron, without a shadow of a doubt, you failed that test. So tell us why you killed her. And he's like, well, I think I need a lawyer now. And I'm like, bitch, you needed a lawyer. 17 hours ago yeah you needed a lawyer when you called the police how dare you believe that the police are on your side they are not on your side if you were black you would know that you would know that if you were a person of color that they are not on your side when this blonde white woman went missing okay the most, the most protected class in america so you are not, you are, you are person number one, because anytime any woman, regardless of race, be serious in this moment, anytime a woman goes, dis, goes missing, if she has a connection to a man, most likely the man did it statistically. And so I don't know why you thought they would protect you, but they weren't. So, and also a case hole in one, one and done. Most likely it was used statistically. So that's crazy that you thought they would be on your side. So now he's like, I think I need a lawyer. I think I need a lawyer. They leave him alone because the FBI agent is like, okay, you said you think you need a lawyer. So he got up and leaves. And then, then Aaron's all of a sudden in the corner, shoeless in his chain gang outfit, crying in the corner. And I said, good for you. 
good for you for recognizing the situation. So he, um, he's crying and then they're like getting him a lawyer. So his lawyer are two, two lawyers, um, an older man who's like in his seventies or something. And he's like, what's going on here? And then he has a partner. Uh, let's see, let's try to find out what the name they are. So this is all happening in Vallejo, California, which is up North. Uh, I, fun fact, I went to college with a guy from Vallejo, that California. Um, yeah. and so what do you think? What was it like? What was your impression? I mean, he was like, I'm from Vallejo. And I was like, Vallejo. <laughs> you know, whatever. Oh, I'm horrible. stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, because he didn't report the crime for seven hours, like it's a whole thing. Um, something else so happens that's horrible. We meet Henry Lee, who's also mm-hmm. a, uh, a, a, a reporter who does crime specifically. So he's seen the worst of the worst. Um, Go ahead, because I'm trying to find out. They think yeah. it's a gone girl situation. Also. Well, this is what happens. So then the police, who are already like, he fucking did it, he did it, he did it. They go to Denise's parents, right? And they're like, well, what's the tea with Deanie? You know? Sorry, I have a Aunt Denise. Who the hell is Deanie? I have an Aunt Denise. We call her Deanie. Did <laughs> so you just sorry. make that up? Yeah. No, I have an oh. Aunt Denise. Well, I have an aunt named Denise. I said this already three times. That's why I'm sorry. You're right. Oh. I have an aunt Denise. We call her Deanie for short, for short. So Deanie is what I equate for short for Denise. Sorry, I threw mm-hmm. it in there. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, has, having said that, they go to Deanie's parents and Deanie's parents are like, yeah, can you please find our daughter? Like, yeah, we're going to find her, find her. But like, tell us what the tea with her is. Like, what's her backstory? They're like, our backstory is we can't find her. We don't know where she is. What are you fucking talking about? He's like, well, just sometimes when like things like this happen, there's can be just like a trauma route. And they're like, Ugh. Well, I mean, yes, there was like this time in which he she had this sexual assault. She was molested back and they're like, oh, yeah, mole- there it is, honey. Now we know because every time these molested girls want attention again, I remember the time that they got attention and they do shit like this again. Like basically saying something wild like that. Where this then like his parents are like, what the fuck did you just say to us? Like, yeah. Which is interesting because... You know, it, it feels very much like people made decisions where they then gl- they assigned the stories to these biased decisions that were suddenly it that clouded them from really doing their due diligence along the way. But at the same time, we understand that some of these techniques that are used to like get, you know, Aaron to qu- crack is stuff that happens all the time everywhere because police start to use manipulation techniques and stuff to use it. Like I'm just saying, honey, from someone who's watched a lot of law and order. I mean, I've seen Christopher Maloney and SVU, honey, go out like, you know, some guy he thought that, you know, was a bad guy. And suddenly that bad guy starts peeing in his pants. And maybe it was realized mm-hmm. that that bad guy isn't so bad, mm-hmm. you know, and he's peeing in his pants for a reason. Mm-hmm. So having said that, back to Lots you. of pee in the pants. Yes. So Dan Russo and Amy Morton are the lawyers that step in to help him. And they're trying to piece together some things too. But they're also like, yeah, if you're not charging my client let my client go. And since Mm -hmm. they didn't have any evidence, they let Aaron go and they ended up taking him out. Now, Denise has been missing at this point for 31 hours and -hmm. there's a twist in the case. Denise makes contact with Henry, Henry, the the reporter. And she says she's been kidnapped and she's very calm. She's very calm and collected. 
And, My God, uh, what CBD oil are these like kidnappers giving everyone only because like in a, you know, not that I want to be kidnapped, but please do not fucking come for me. But at the same time, I would love to be relaxed. Yes. I mean, just definitely relax. And so Henry then takes this and passes it on the police. And then we have Colonel Mustard in the library mm -hmm. with the ice pick or with the candlestick. Mm -hmm. And um, she, you know, the, the, he, they're the one who finds all of this out. And, um, that, you know, so this is the one we get the relieve the, thr relieve the thrill type situation with the sexual assault situation. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, Mike Huskins gets the message, um, from Denise saying that she's on her way to his house and then she's been located in Huntington beach. So she's no longer in Vallejo, Northern California. She's now in Huntington beach, which is in Southern California. Um, in Orange County, in Southern Orange mm -hmm. County, I've been there a billion times. There's a dog beach, also great waves. Also, if you're watching 90 Day Fiance right now, for some reason, Sam's dad is obsessed with Huntington Beach, keeps wearing a shirt from Huntington Beach anyway. Mm -hmm. And that's where she grew up. That's where her parents live. That's that's where she's from. So the police now hold a press conference. Um and state that they've been uh they've had a hard time believing Aaron's story. Um, and they blame him. And Denise for wasting the police's time and resources. Uh, and they suggest that the whole thing was a hoax. And they no. say that both of them might face charges. Mm. And then that's when the whole Gone Girl thing comes up. And because the movie has been recently released. Uh, and it's a whole thing about, you know, they have now come up with a with a fake kidnapping to frame the partner for murder and so it's the whole thing so the episode ends with denise kind of walking up being like i've been released and then we have denise sitting in the present day ready to sit down for an interview to tell her side of the story so yes. that's where the end of episode one in so i mean we're into we're in for a right a, a wild story so i mean a, a real good nice pivot from natalie grace natalia grace so i'm really excited for this yes because the storytelling feels way chiller way less heavy-handed i just get to experience it you know without like having to like be so sensationalized i'll tell you the one thing i want more of is andrea and i want to know for instance i want I feel like my big question is, hey, Andrea, who'd want you kidnapped? Hey, Andrea, who hates your fucking guts? Hey, Andrea, like, why are we going into Andrea's? Like, what did, like, who wants Andrea dead? And how come we didn't ask her that? Also, hey, Andrea. We know who, who wants the fucker, but I mean, who wants her dead? Who do you know that owns wetsuits who would oh, go yeah. into someone's home Best part. and kidnap them in wetsuits? Because the kidnappers, according to Aaron, walked into his home with wetsuits, meaning that they did not want any of their DNA anywhere yeah. in his home. It's smart. It's, they yeah, were, because you're in a lat they were kind of thing. sweating as they were doing it. And they put him in headphones with like pre-recorded messaging. With wind chimes. Who stating, was the voiceover artist saying, like, who had a... Stating yeah. what medications they gave him. Something easy breezy. NyQuil and, like, Dexatrim. Not Dexatrim, <laughs> but something else. <laughs> like, Dimatap. Dimatap and Ephedrine. No, Dimatap and Ex I mean, Zendrine. 
or whatever. I just like so happy, like just such a smart crime to be committed. Yeah, it's the nerdiest setup of a crime and the way that he just keeps being like, well, it's the wetsuits and the and they said my name. You're just like, okay. Well, my loves. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's just great. Like, and they yeah. didn't even break. There's no break in entry. So it's like, obviously, Andrea gave him a key. They like Andrea, walked into his fucking house. They just walked Andrea in. They put this. a key Andrea in. Andrea did this. Yeah, Andrea did this. Andrea did it. Yeah. She did it. That's, that's why aren't we our, saying that's it? our theory that's our theory andrea fucking did it they, you know it's yeah. so andrea it's the it smells like andrea you know it smells yeah. like uh that like low low lobinka you know i forgot that stupid perfume lemon lobinka lolita I mean, lemon pika or like capri blue also there, did they come blue. in and like flippers too were they just like <sighs> of course she's in huntington beach honey they're like weird they're like surfer they're surfer kidnappers they're yeah. like, hey, sex wax. You know, it's like all they're if they're not if they're on the ground, then they're wearing rainbow sandals. That's what the surfers wear. They wear they wear rainbows. Or I guess those Havanas. <laughs> all right, my loves. Can you believe it? Can you believe that we're on another one? But yeah, um, this was great. This is three episodes long. Again, it's on Netflix, so uh, and it's a good palette cleanser from Natalia Grace, which is weird to say, but yeah. true. Yeah, anyway. check it out. Also, for those of you watching on YouTube, um, this is the only time you'll see this, so you should join us on our Patreon or on our uh, free feed, patreon.com, not patreon.com, free feed. Follow us on um, the podcast. We have a podcast. So you're watching us on YouTube, but you hear this and you see this. It's a podcast. Go on Apple, go on Google, go on podcasts, on wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, honey, whatever Spotify, girl, all the things, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, this is just a little sneak preview. We hoped you enjoyed it and, um, you know, all the good things. So patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month if you want to support your girls. It's a good time. You have exclusive content such as the library first Monday of the month. But if you can't do that, Chris will tell you how you can do so otherwise. Chris? I'm about to post to our Instagram that we're even doing American Nightmare because we've been asked to do it. So yes, we're doing it. Here it is. You can follow us for free wherever you want, of course, and listen to our podcast. Again, wherever you listen to podcasts. But we are at DocuSweeties on Instagram. We are at DocuSweeties on TikTok. We are at at DocuSweeties1 on X, and we have a private Facebook group, the DocuSweeties Podcast Facebook group. We love you guys so much. Please give us, you know, five stars if you listen to us wherever you can, but also you can comment on this video. Aha! Uh -huh. Anyway, God bless. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.